Well, good evening, me little darklings. Welcome to St. Patty's Day. And today we've got stories from around the world. Time travel, wormholes, and crazy cryptids edition. Next, right here on the Paranormal 60 News. Darklands, welcome to the show. Tis St. Patty's Day, and we're here to have some fun and let the shenanigans roll. Before we begin, though, I do want to talk to you about shenanigans. This is a bit of a PSA, and I know I've done this before, but I feel I've needed to do it again. Why, you ask? Because there's a lot of you out there that are taking chicanery and shenanigans just a wee bit too far. How so, you may say? I keep getting messages from those of you out there hoping beyond hope, wishing beyond wishes that your favorite paranormal celebrity is really flirting with you off offline and, and uh, just wants to meet you so bad that if you could just pay their airfare, maybe it'd be better if you just Venmoed them the money so they could buy the airfare to come out and see you till their next check clears. Let's talk about this. Zach Baggins, Jason Hawes, Shane Pittman, Dave Schrader. I know they are the Mount Rushmore of the pair. <laughs> oh, maybe not. But listen, if you think you're talking to one of the paranormal celebrities behind the scenes and you've watched their shows, listened to their podcasts, perhaps even read their posts on social media in the past, and suddenly they start writing you in broken English and want to see naked pictures, uh, want you to send them money, maybe buy them gift cards for video game systems. I'm going to go out on a limb here and tell you there's a 99.999% chance you are being hoodwinked. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. It's hard to believe that anybody would fall for these, but they do every day, every day. And please pay attention to mediums like Chris Fleming and Cindy Kaza and Chip Coffey, Sarah Lemos. If they're reaching out to you unsolicited to offer you a special on their readings, most likely is not them as well. So please don't pay them. There are ways of connecting with them, usually through their actual legitimate websites, where you can go sign up to get readings done properly. So please, please examine those before you connect on social media and start sending money. I love you people from the bottom of me, wee little heart. And I don't want to see any of you sending out your hard-earned cash to some bonkers goofball in a third world country playing you like a harp from hell. So please, please educate yourself. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. And I know, I know. Just maybe, maybe Kate Beckinsale really is messaging me back and finds me as attractive as I find her. That's not as big a stretch as it may seem. It's bigger 
that's not her reaching out to me. That's not your favorite celebrity reaching out to you with broken English, promising you love and marriage and children in the future. And yes, those are the kind of messages I get. And and people send me those messages asking me, can you please look at this? Is this really Zach? Is this really Jason? Is this really whoever? And it never is. Not once has it ever been that celebrity. I know now you can buy the blue check mark everywhere, which is what I did. I bought my own check mark on Twitter. Why? Because I damn well deserve it. And it's my eight bucks, and I want to be approved and verified so that I can placate my own ego and let me know that I'm approved. I'm verified. I mean something. That was a good eight dollars for me. But there are a lot of fake names and accounts out there now. So please just forewarned is forearmed. I love you people and I really don't want to see you get burned. But at some point, you also have to use your noodle. Use your noodle. That's all I'm saying. If you're seeing pictures of them with their families or supermodels, and then they're reaching out to you unsolicited and trying to get through to you, start to question things. And that doesn't mean I want you to put down your own looks, appearance, or or anything that you wouldn't be worthy of them. But dollars to donuts, they're not the one reaching out. All right. So that ends today's PSA. Let's get to it. The shenanigans are about to begin. And my first in shenanigator control is with us right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Chachi. Dear uh, Dave, please Chachi. find the penis picture you requested. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. No, that that's, wasn't uh, you? That's not me. That's not me that's messaging you that, Chachi. I didn't say it was going Honestly. to Dave Schrader. Oh, Move Dave along. Tango. Understandable. <laughs> also joining us this evening, ladies and gentlemen, the Colonel, America's greatest hero, is here with us tonight. Good evening and happy Friday. And does this mean that you and I, Dave, are not going to uh, Disney World together? Because I got that back saying it was clear and I'm supposed <laughs> to fly message? out to Orlando with you tomorrow. No, that one's real. That one's oh, real. Okay. Go there. And uh, right. I'll be, I have to be cleverly concealed, though. I will be the one dressed up as Belle from Beauty oh, and the Beast. So when idea. you see me, just come up and give me a big hug, Great squeeze my idea. ass, whatever. Because yeah. that's no, no one will notice you. No, no. Except I'll hey know. guys, yeah, you'll know. It yep. is Valent, not Valentine's Day. <laughs> You're such a lover. <laughs> it is. It's an Irish holiday today. It's Saint Patty's Day. Patty's. And today the the rivers flow green with the blood of my enemies, the Klingons. Mm. But what are you all drinking tonight with us? Uh, so tell us in the in our chat room, Chachi. What have you got going this evening? Jameson. Jameson, mm -hmm. that's that's always a choice. Uh, Colonel, mm. Colonel, uh -oh. drinking uh, the standard martini, but with <laughs> the Irish olives. Yeah, the Irish martini. Yes. <laughs> ah, let me yeah. crack open the lid. It's Are you ready? Be, it's gotta oh, be I'm what saying, we drank the egg with, right? Uh, I'm saying oh, it's a yeah. little oh. bit of that. Yep. Bailey's mm -hmm. Irish cream. Bailey's. That is true. We have got a little Bailey's. That's going to go a long way tonight. Mm -hmm. And because I am, I'm actually truly Irish in descent. My, uh, my family's from Ireland and Scotland primarily. As are uh, mine. Just a dash of English. Um, I will be drinking a little Bailey's Irish cream. Just a little though. Just a little. And then I'm going to follow it up 
It's a lovely day wow. for a Guinness, boys. Wow. A lovely day for a Guinness. So I'll be cracking that open halfway during the show. We got a lot to cover. Greg is off uh, clinging to life somewhere mm. beyond our planet, but good. we will that carry on. Good. Thank you. Yeah, he's yeah. got an event with the Kling brothers in mm-hmm. Texas or someplace. I don't that know. That he does. Are, to be honest with you. But we've got news to share with you. Many stories to share. Super chat is on. Super stickers are on. Super guys are here to lead you through the night with strange and unusual news. But first, Salante, my friends. Is that how you say it? Cilantro? Cilantro. 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 It's Cilantro. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this beauty. Burlington Coat is... Factory, 99 cents. Can't beat that. <laughs> Cannot beat that. It truly. Well, they're, now they're just Burlington. Uh, all right. We've got stories. Uh, Chachi. You're up first. Where shall we begin this evening? And I do want to make a mention, even though Greg isn't here physically, he is not here with us this evening. He is here in a sense because he partnered up with Blind Dog and uh, that is our Paratune tonight. So we're going to have Paratunes a little bit later on, a brand new one. And speaking of brand new, you can join me for the Spirits of Summer at the Palmer House weekend, June 15th through the 17th, Bill Chapel. Shane Pittman and myself and a special guest are all going to be descending mm. upon the Palmer House in Sauk Center, Minnesota for a weekend of paranormal investigating, having fun, and we hope that you will join us. You can get information up at darknessevents.com. We already have sold out. We just put it out a week ago. Mm. And let me remind you, in about a week, I'm going to be out in Richmond, Virginia, March 24th through the 26th at GalaxyCon. You can get more information at GalaxyCon.com. Come on out and use code GALAXY25 for nice, healthy savings on your tickets. I'll be at all four GalaxyCon and joining me in Austin, Texas, later this year at GalaxyCon, the Paranormal 60 News crew entire team will be there for that. So I I hope you'll check it out. And I'll be changing well, I, my shirt many times during that appearance. Ooh, will you? Yeah. I do oh, like your new one. Hashtag bushmeat on a green shirt. Mm-hmm. We're all Irish today. We are. You know I what? Know about wearing, the I'm wearing nice dark forest green, but it doesn't even show up. Although I do have my Irish cap I got in Ireland with you, Chachi. Is that? I was mm. going to say, is that the one I got you? Mm-hmm. This is it. Awesome. Obviously, Marty is partying hardy. Out yeah, there. got the party pack behind me, and they're just... <laughs> ballistic look at this one oh yeah the way that one right there time, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. the way Jesus. you can freeze time seems like you're abusing a uh, power but i guess these powers are coming into uh Actually, science mainstream i'm going to talk a little bit about that later on today uh dave mm-hmm. funny that you mentioned that so uh all right let's yeah. come out swinging with these with these three first stories and then i have an actual hard-hitting question for our audience that i want to get into but chachi where shall we begin uh, tonight's journey. I got to tell you, this is actually one of my favorite stories I've ever uh, come across. This actually okay. m- means a lot to me. All right. I feel it in my bush meat. Okay. I don't think that's how mm-hmm. the word is used. No, no. I was afraid you were going to say you could feel it deep in your wormhole, and that was making me even more nervous. Oh, see, oh, that's a good no. one. All right, let's go to it. Hashtag yeah. at next week. Hashtag deep in my wormhole. <laughs> that's going to take a big Schwarzenegger <laughs> chest to get across that. All that's right. All right. Okay. Researchers are trying to create wormholes on Earth. Mm -hmm. Are we in danger? That's the question I have for all of us tonight. And a headline that sounds a lot like something from a cool but implausible science fiction film Mm 
the scientific website, I'm going to spell it out so everybody could go there tonight, phys.org, reports that a quantum breakthrough is paving the way for the world's first experimental wormhole. According to the publication's news article, said wormholes are possible thanks to an invention called counterportation. Nice. Counterportation is a new discovery that would enable wormholes to create a bridge. A nudist discovery? Ooh, I want to hear more about this. Yeah. Is that what you said? A nudist discovery? Because <laughs> it is St. Patrick's Day. That's a uh -huh. double drink. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. Oh, All yeah. right. Let's... I like St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. uh, that would enable wormholes to create a bridge between one place and another, transporting mm -hmm. things across space without any particles crossing. This is mm -hmm. where this is where I start to get concerned. Okay. This novel computing scheme makes mm -hmm. use of the basic laws of physics, which I think we are all pretty well knowledgeable about the basic no laws doubt. of physics, uh -huh. turning what was only the stuff of sci-fi novels into a real possibility. I sound like Casey Case in there. Did you get that? Kind you did. Of, yeah. And anybody over 50 probably got my Casey Case in reverence. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Plans are already in motion for attempting to build a small local wormhole. Well, that's a good hashtag, too. In mm -hmm. a laboratory as an experiment. Hatim Salih, the author of a recent study on the subject and honorary research fellow at the University of Bristol's Quantum Engineering Technology Labs, which I believe Greg is also a member of, attempted mm -hmm. to explain more clearly just that exactly we are talking about when we're talking about glorious wormholes. Mm -hmm. The theory of wormholes has existed for, guess, how many years? I'm going to tell you, 100. They were presented as shortcuts through space-time, a hypothetical solution to Einstein's relatively unknown and not plausible gravity equation. <laughs> That's not okay. what it says. I, I added no, that, so you know. No, it's yeah. a hypothetical mm. solution to Einstein's gravity equation, right? Same thing, yep. Mm. In theory, difference. Yeah. a wormhole could connect two points billions of light years away from each other, mm -hmm. or even one point in time with another. They could even possibly connect one universe with another. Another to that. Wow. Thank yeah, you, wow. Mr. Jameson. Uh, as if the two possibilities weren't already mind-blowing enough. Mm -hmm. Wormholes are thought to be possible in the universe, but were also thought by Nobel laureate Kip Thorne to be possible to create artificially. Mm. Mm. The project being discussed now, though, is the task of finding a. And write this down transversible mm -hmm. wormhole mm -hmm. a transversible wormhole would be able to transport quantum information which i think we all know it as quibits from one mm -hmm. place to another mm -hmm. without a particle having to move through wait, space wait. <laughs> what the word what? the word yours the password is qubits that too quibits you say <laughs> quibits it's i like that you sold it so you're like you know we all know this word i, believed him. <laughs> I believed him all the way Dave. <laughs> is there anything i've learned about this show if you mm -hmm. act like you've been there and just keep going you have Usually. about a 10 percent chance of getting away with it but <laughs> yeah. that time i didn't say it wrong with confidence yeah that's right that's right in order to bring this to fruition <laughs> fruition oh, yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A whole new kind of quantum computer has to be built that creates a situation in which the communicating parties don't mm -hmm. exchange any particles. Mm -hmm. These exchange-free quantum computers would mm -hmm. make things like travel through wormholes possible by incorporating space in a fundamental way alongside time, which, Dave, you've talked a lot about this. So this is why I love this article. Mm -hmm. 
In closing, researchers are already working on the goal of creating lab-based wormholes in mine. The overachieving issue is that no one quite knows how to build one of these exchange-free computers just yet. Once mm -hmm. it is built, though, it will change the game forever. Wormholes mm -hmm. in time travel and all that crazy stuff that these kids talk about today would not be possible, but... Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what I was about to say there. <laughs> I don't know. Have to, we get it. Let me look at the story. Can I buy a vowel, Fanna? <laughs> Wormholes and time travel and all that other crazy stuff would not just mm -hmm. be a possibility, oh. but would be something that mm -hmm. can be experimented with in a lab. Now, yeah, I don't know good. how many. <laughs> Let's experiment with space and time. What could go Why wrong? Why not? What could so, go wrong? For those yep. of you that have been to Epcot and Disney World, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. me and Dave tomorrow, Planet Earth, or mm -hmm. whatever it's called, they're the ball when you first walk in. Mm -hmm. Right at the very end of that, if you've been that ride probably two or more years ago, mm -hmm. you saw people talking through um, a video screen. And I remember going mm -hmm. to that 20 years ago, and that's that's never possible. It's never going to happen. And now we do it every day. We're doing it here. So what's to say that 20 years from now, this isn't possible? I don't think it's that far off. What if 20 years from now, we're able uh -oh. to talk to ourselves tonight live and go, on camera? Oh, oh. <laughs> no, that'll never happen. And we, we uh -oh. pop on and we're like, turns out the word was quibbits. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yes. Didn't, it, didn't I used to play that game in, in, in high school? Yeah. Quibbits? No, that, that was cribbage. Cribbage, I believe. is. The... It was Qbert, Dave. Qbert. Oh, oh Qbert. that? Boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's taking us back. <laughs> Pardon me. Good God. That was uh, very barky. I'm trying to do a show right now, Dave. If you could just mute. Next I know. That was pretty I healthy there, could. Dave. I kind of knew. Kinda that was knew. a uh, that was a Lawson move, just so you know. <laughs> hey, Jess, <laughs> no. Jess Finch, thank you for the yes. $1.99 super sticker. We appreciate Yay. that. Yeah. Uh, All because I said, don't know what we're talking about. Uh, if you are listening to the audio version of this, if you follow along live on Friday nights, or Monday nights on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, The Paranormal 60, you can make donations to the show. Uh, should you not feel comfortable making donations to the show that way? And I understand that. You can also make them directly to my Venmo, at Paranormal 60. That's at Paranormal 60. So if you'd like to make donations for the show, so that we can continue to get expensive items like our hat and the bushmeat t-shirt you see, today's show pay for yeah. parties and weren't yeah. you the one that was just railing against giving to venmo because it was fake or something earlier well that's no, no. but you're seeing this paranormal celebrity speak right through There's the a difference mm -hmm. a difference mm -hmm. they're just saying young chachi all right yeah oh mm. very young chachi all right mm -hmm. uh let's get going we've got another interesting story here um scientists this this tonight is starting out swinging deep into science and that's why i wanted to uh, talk to people about this when we're done uh are you really done with your first glass in the first story <laughs> it was Good a double night. <laughs> sorry <Wow>. everybody <laughs> he's done wow. with his first bottle what, what story do i have i have number four too so you have three stories of drinking to catch up and it's a, it's a much harder one it's about krypton so yes all right well scientists are starting to think the future is affecting the past in a mind-bending time theory. This is crazy. I love this. Uh, and this is something I've been talking about for years when it comes to the paranormal, retro-causality. The future affecting the past sounds like something straight out of a sci-fi film, but it's also an actual theory based on quantum physics, and more scientists are starting to buy into it. Vice published an article about the concept known as retro-causality, which is a heady but interesting theory to dive into. 
We're going to do that right now. Retrocausality is a hypothetical concept, one which states that actions and events in the future can potentially affect events in the past. Our typical perception of time makes it difficult to wrap our heads around this, but in the wild world of quantum mechanics, it's a theory that actually has some teeth. Down to a smaller scale, particles like electrons could potentially have properties that are affected by what happens in the future. Do you guys hear that? That's crazy. The future can reflect back and change the past. That could cause so many different possibilities when it comes to what's taking place in our world of the paranormal. Now, back to the quantum discussion. Our future affecting our past could explain some very specific quantum events, such as quantum tunneling, quantum entanglement, and superposition. Uh, now, quantum tunneling is a phenomenon where particles are able to pass through seemingly impassable barriers. And superposition describes the phenomena of particles occupying different states simultaneously. Meanwhile, quantum entanglement is when quantum objects sync up despite being huge distances, maybe even light years apart. Our future affecting our past is a potential explanation for quantum entanglement that doesn't require us to forego some of the tenets of physical or physics as we know it. Let's all have a sip on that one. Physical. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, it's sippable. Yeah. Dave, mm -hmm. could, could we move that thing over? It's hard to see me. It's, <laughs> we'll, we'll just throw that up there. And, oh, and that makes me feel out. better. Okay. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. <our show. laughs> there you go. That bothered me. Yeah, well, it should. Uh, so our future affecting our past is a potential explanation for quantum entanglement that doesn't require us to forego some of the tenets of the physics as we know it. Not only that, but it would potentially prove that physics happen the way we expect, regardless of the flow of time. We tend to view time as sequential, but retrocausality would certainly flip this notion on its head. Our perception of time not being unidirectional and linear has been explored in various quantum theories and physics discussions, along with plenty of sci-fi films and books. Perhaps one of the most famous pop culture examples is in Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, where Matthew McConaughey's character enters a black hole and is able to perceive time in a nonlinear way. This event, which is happening in the future, allows him to try and affect events from the past by exerting physical influence on past events. While there's the future affecting the past as a simple theory, it's one of the most interesting ones out there and potentially a plausible way to explain some of the greatest mysteries of our universe. Scientists are going to continue to attempt to explain the unexplainable in the quantum realm. And there are likely going to be even crazier theories than retrocausality that'll pop up. Maybe someday we'll even find out retrocausality was the right explanation all along. But we're definitely going to need some hard scientific evidence before that even happens. I think these are fascinating, very weird, interesting topics that are opening kind of a whole new dialogue to things that we experience in our supernatural world. Ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, creatures... I, I think it's a very exciting time, and I'm glad science is being open about what they're exploring and how it's being done. All I right, Colonel. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> thanks. 
I yeah. had a I had a, a big <laughs> essay I was going to write about that actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. But I'm then glad I, saw, I saved you some time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw Marty was going to comment, so I backed off. Ah, thanks. Totally. Thanks. Understandable. Uh, Eric, appreciate it. Well, let's listen, let uh, uh, Marty have the run then. Go yeah, for it, uh, Colonel. Thanks. What have you got for us? Well, listen. You know, on the comments section, mm-hmm, Shelly mm-hmm. Williams made the comment that she loves her some science, and you know, Shelly, if you do. You're going to fall in love with this story, and and uh, let me proceed. And uh, is that a Thomas Dolby reference? It is. Oh. It is. Yeah. She blinded me with science. science. There you go. Scientists right. confirm the incredible existence of time reflections. Why am I blocked again? What is going I, this, on tonight? It's best. It's best for everybody. Works. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The explanation of spatial reflections, whether by light or by sound, are pretty intuitive. Electromagnetic radiation in the form of light or sound waves hit a mirror or wall, respectively, and change course. This allows our eyes to see a reflection or echo of the original input. However, for more than 50 years, scientists have theorized that there's another kind of reflection in quantum mechanics known as time reflection. Time reflection occurs when the entire medium in which an electromagnetic wave travels suddenly changes course. This causes a portion of that wave to reverse and its frequency transforms into another one. Because these time reflections require a uniform variation across an entire electromagnetic field, scientists assumed it would require too much energy to actually observe time reflections in action. But scientists from the Advanced Science Research Center in New York City successfully observed time reflections by sending broadband broadband signals into Yay, a we got one. Yeah. Yep. What was that? Signals. Blah, blonde. Blonde. It was, it was blonde my, brand. It was Irish. Yeah. It was my attempt to sound Irish. I'm sorry. It didn't work. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, those signals into a strip of metal filled with electronic switches that were connected mm-hmm. to reservoir capacitors. This allowed the researchers to trigger the switches at will, doubling impotence, impotence along. Oh, the I'm not impotence. sure they double their impotence. Oh, I man. don't know how you double What did I tell impotence? you before the show, Dave? What did I tell you? He, oh. he told me, he goes, I just got to make sure I don't say impotence. Yeah, <laughs> and I did. In other words, he said impotence. All right. Uh, he said it, said it right into his own head. <laughs> impotence. Uh-huh. Impotence. Uh-huh. That's just Along dirty. the strip, <sighs> this sudden change caused the signals to carry a successful time reverse copy. The results mm-hmm. were published in the journal Nature Physics. This time reflection also behaves differently than spatial reflections because this time echoes reflects that last part of the signal mm-hmm. first. The researchers say that if you looked in a time mirror, you would see your back instead of your face. To translate the experience acoustically, it'd be like listening to a tape on rewind, which is to say fast and high pitched. The shift in frequency, if it could be perceived by our eyes, would look like colors of light suddenly changing to another color, such as red switching to green. This strange counterintuitive nature of time reflection is part of what was made studying the concept so difficult. This has been really exciting to see because of how long ago these counterintuitive phenomenon was predicted and how different time reflected waves behave compared to space reflected waves. Corresponding Mm -hmm. author Andrea Alou, a physics professor and director, said in a statement. But Dave, the big question is, is the the big question here Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm, why mm -hmm. have scientists worked towards recreating this 
theoretical time recreating, recreating, <laughs> recreating this recreating. theoretical time reflection in oh, a laboratory. Jess, right. What is going guacamole. on here? Words is hard. Yeah, Words yeah. is so it damn hard. It all started hard. with Marty. Wow. Uh, and it was just by listen tonight. They are recreating things all the time. Now, how would I re? How would I recreate recreating as a hashtag on a shirt? I don't even know. That I'll make a note painful. to that. We'll get back to it. Yeah, what thanks. a fascinating topic. All right. So here's my question, and I've got right. the chat room open. So before I go to break, I want some answers. So get ready, everybody, to answer this. All right. Um, here we are. We're talking science for our first three stories. Yeah. Now, what I've noticed is that people are always about the quote-unquote science. Why don't we look more at the science? And then when I notice that we do news stories about science, mm -hmm. if I do them right away, I can watch viewership drop. <laughs> And I can see like people that tune in and I can go back in and watch. They'll tune out after like the first five to 10 minutes because it's sciencey. Mm -hmm. So should we continue with these sciences or truly, and it's okay. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings here. Would you prefer we're just straight into ghost stories, monster stories, the same kind of stuff you can hear everywhere. Or do you want us to talk about some of the science in, in the causality of what science is starting to discover that might, actually make sense of the paranormal experiences we're having so feel free to chime in i want to know what your thoughts are on this if you if you have feelings about this and again you're not gonna you're not gonna hurt anybody's feelings uh crystal says she loves skykins so words is hard <laughs> crystal i agree let's have a drink for crystal oh there you good go. job so dave I, mm -hmm. I would like to say that from a reading perspective i would like to stop reading science stories <laughs> they are, they are yeah. very difficult. Uh-huh. That uh -huh. they are. Stone no, says Vicky, continue. No. <laughs> uh Donna says we do need a mix. Uh mm -hmm. the the chef says yes, I like science. Melanie says both. Sandra Kincaid also weighs in. I love science. Uh, and they then, just all want to drink, that's why. Audra, Audra so. or Audrey, I should say, says, I hate science, but I'm all about the words. <laughs> There's there the honest there truth. Go. <laughs> they just want to now see this guy over our tongues. This guy wakes up at three o'clock in the morning to watch this show live no. from the UK. Raymond, Get yeah, Lancashire. Uh, he says science is good. Uh Crystal, she does say science and quantum physics. She likes that. Uh, Jen Newman says that the science helps explain some of the paranormal experiences, I think. Yep. Um, Steph Wade is of the mindset, let's do both. Uh, Mary is still about the science. So it looks like overall, and Jess Finch weighs in, I like the science, but maybe have some better visuals. Like, oh, wow. I think she's talking about wow. stop cutting me out of the middle there every mm -hmm. time you show I believe so. No, I think maybe oh. she meant more of that. I could oh, be wrong. Oh, like bigger. Yeah, I like hearing both. Keep the science, but uh, don't ignore the paranormal. I don't, Donna. We, we do incorporate paranormal stories, ghosties, cryptids, aliens, and stuff, but there's been so many great breakthroughs with what science is looking at. I wanted to touch base with it, but you can, if you're not on live and you're listening, feel free. Again, it doesn't have to be the popular vote. Email me, davidparanormal60.com, davidparanormal60.com, and tell me your thoughts. Would you like us to continue to add in true science stories like this, or just go right for the salacious kind of TMZ story. paranormal yeah. stories? Just get right to it. Mm. Feel free to let me know. Uh, again, you're not going to hurt my feelings much. 
Wow. I'm a little sensitive. I'm not going to lie. Holy cow. Loki Trout. She weighs in with a, wow. with a super wow. love here. Both science. Okay. Both sides. She says, I'm a science nerd. Loki, All then right. we shall continue. Well, Loki, I have four more wanna... science-related stories that I'm going to talk about. <laughs> he doesn't. He nah, don't let him lie to you about He's going to make this. him up yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Williams says she is a bit of a quantum physics nerd. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, love becoming love. more of a positive thing, though, isn't it? Like when we were younger, nerds were bad, but nowadays yeah. nerds are good, yeah. right? They're cool. When nerds I used cool. to go to comic book conventions, mm-hmm. it was um, me and uh, fifty other guys dressed as like Gandalf or uh, you know D and D figures. <laughs> now it's uh, ridiculously attractive people dressed in amazing costumes, and I, you know. Youth is wasted on the young. That's what I say. I think that's you took right. me to my first Comic Con, actually, Dave. In New Did Orleans. I really? Yeah, oh. I think that was my first one, and I was blown away. Because to your point, if you've never been, you have this thought in your mind, and then you get there, and you realize that like those cardboard costumes that you think they're wearing are actually ten thousand dollars that they've spent mm. the last two years building. Yeah, and they're better yeah. than the props in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, very cool, and you get to go to your second comic book convention with me when we do Galaxy Con. There you go. This year. You like that tie-in I just threw out there, Texas. Well done. Well played, senior. You're welcome. All right. Uh, Lots of people uh, showing some love. Thank you again. Super chats are open. Super stickers. There are different ways to show your love for the show. Let's uh, let's do this. We're going to take a quick, quick break. When we come back, we've got more things to share, including a brand new Paratune that our very own Paranormal Detective Mm co-wrote and actually sings on. That will be coming up in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about this. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? Or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on, and if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp.com slash P60. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Haunted Magazine is a publication dedicated to all things paranormal and spooky. 
Each issue features articles, interviews, and stories about ghosts, hauntings, and other unexplained phenomena. The magazine also covers topics such as cryptozoology, UFOs, and other aspects of the supernatural. Expect to find in-depth investigations of haunted locations, first-hand accounts of ghostly encounters, and reports of paranormal events and attractions. The magazine also includes features on the latest ghost hunting technology and techniques, as well as tips for those looking to search the supernatural on their own. Issue 37, The Frights of Spring, will be in stores from March 6. So remember, don't be normal, be paranormal, and order your copy, today. Hello, my little darklings. The Paranormal 60 t-shirts are here. We are caught up on the first batches of orders. They have shipped. We're our shipping still, but uh, they're pretty much we are caught up. If you are interested in getting a Paranormal 60 shirt and showing your love for the program, we have four different backs to choose from. We've got the Paranormal 60 design on the front, and then the back number one, don't scare me, I poop easily. Back number two, the moniker of every Friday night show, words is hard. Or back number three, proved everybody you are a darkling with wearing it broadly across your back. Or you can get back number four that just says Paranormal Talk Radio with Paranormal60.com on there. If you're interested, we have t-shirts from size small to quadruple XL, and they're priced between $25 to $30, depending on the size. Shipping, $8 for one, $9 for two, $10 for three, four or more shirts, $12, and up from there. If you're interested, email me, Dave, at Paranormal60.com. Tell me which design you'd like, one, two, three, or four, how many you'd like, and in what size you would like them. And then we will send you an invoice via PayPal. Once you make that payment, we will process your order. You should have those shirts within 7 to 14 business days at the latest. And I want to thank everybody that was part of the first initial run. I know it took just a little longer. Now we've got all of the bugs figured out on the project and all of the uh, screens so we are ready to go. The shirts are out there and available. And if you've taken a picture of yourself wearing the shirts, send them to me, Dave, at Paranormal60.com. And we may feature you in an upcoming episode. Join us for this amazing paranormal conference that's being held in a haunted school in Glen Beulah, Wisconsin. Haunted Midwest Ghost Tours presents Great Lakes Paranormal Conference on September 22nd through the 24th, 2023. We have some great speakers with Jason Hawes, Adam Berry, Sherry Benedetti, Lyle Blackburn, Shane Pittman, Sarah Lemos, Dave Schrader, Jeff Bellinger, along with Wisconsin's very own Chad Lewis, and many more will make this one of Wisconsin's most talked about events. We have over 40 vendors and nighttime investigations at various haunted locations with special guests. Get your tickets now at GreatLakesParanormalConference.com and find us on Facebook under the same name. Choose from VIP, General 3-Day, and Day Pass. Again, that's GreatLakesParanormalConference.com. Hello, my little sweeties. Remember, you can see me all over the United States this year. I'm going to be visiting different cities, states, towns, and villages like the monkeys I may be coming to your town. So check out darknessevents.com. 
darknesseventscom That's darknessevents.com for an updated list on all the places I'm going to be, including around the world, Germany and Prague coming up in July. I'm going to be out in the UK doing an England tour and a stopover at the Festival of the Unexplained, America or UK's premier, I should say, UK's premier paranormal conference. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope that you will consider uh, joining me and finding some of the great locations, darknessevents.com. Now, I know some of you see me on social media. I place it in wherever, whatever location I put up. You're always, oh, why did he going to come over to here instead? I probably am. Just go look at darknessevents.com and keep yourself up to date with all the cool places I'm going to be visiting. Yes, Chachi, what did you want to add, sir? Dave, I just wanted to say that for no additional fee, mm-hmm. mm. if someone buys one of your Paranormal 60 shirts, mm-hmm. I will be happy to put hashtag Bushmeat on the back for them. Wow. In honor, that deal. is our St. Patty's Day sale. Is it tight? I have to talk to the artist uh, that does my t-shirts because we have we have to call you panel for that. Um, no, no, I'm going to put it on. You ship me the shirt. I'll put it on and I'll send it out from there. He has a white marker and he has. No, got... look at this. Look at this. Does this look like a marker? No. Mm-mm. I take Wednesday and Thursday off from work to knit the shirts. And then on Friday, I actually hand Impressive. make. Impressive. Impressive. I knit the shirts, the shirts I knit, and on the knitted shirts I sit. All right, it is the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, time to pour a little bit of uh, the nectar of the gods. There you go. Oh. Can you hear that? Listen. With or without an egg. That's going to make no everybody egg. have to tinkle, Dave. Don't no egg. That. Is it? I know. This is no uh, egg. Guinness. No, Wait, you and no I almost egg. got sick from the egg. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I made it down. Mar- Mar- Marty's philosophy <laughs> still baffles people that are watching the reruns. Because he drank the entire beer but refused to swallow the egg for fear that that would be what made him sick, forgetting that all the bacteria is already in the beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, boy, we gave him a hard time about that, though, didn't we? You, that Salant- you did. Salantia, my friend. Salantia. Salantia. Salantra. Mm. Oh. Mm. Uh, it's a good little beverage, and I certainly do enjoy it. All right, Chachi. You've got to already. Four. Yeah. Already. And this time, we're, we're dipping into the world crazy cryptids mm-hmm. where shall we begin chachi well uh, well yeah all yeah. right I know. Here we go. This one's got a lot of hard words in it folks so get your drinks ready jen newsom says oh no empty jameson bottle yep that's that right, right jen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. should we give him time to get go. another one there dave yeah might as well pour yourself a little bit more yeah. for yes, those of so you yeah. non-partaking i hope that you uh Support your local Girl Scout troops. Look, I'm so into tonight that I'm green even, box. Yeah, a green box a green even. Box, thin mints. So mm-hmm. I'm, and they've got what looks like a clover. The Girl Scout logo looks like. There you go. I like it. I like it. Wow. I'd go with thin mints. Some so put um, into that. Yeah. See, I've got uh, I've got Bailey's Irish cream that I put down. I've got a a nice little uh, Guinness going. I've got myself a thin mint. Uh, Chachi, let's start off. Where are we it's going? Like a damn sleepover tonight, Dave. I know, it's really. Wonderful. Um, and we just had who was I gotta look back here? Who's Vicky Stone? No mm-hmm. bush meat for me. What? Wow, what? <laughs> that's a surprise. Mm. As my French teacher in ninth grade would say, kill surprise. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Every day. Did you do your homework? Yeah. No, kill surprise. That's how I learned that. Anyways, Dream. modern that's the science worst accent ever. <laughs> Get a surprise. 
I've been to France. That's how they. Talk. That's the best Spanish I've heard in a long time. Yeah, I agree, Marty. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All Just right. So you guys know, this is only four sentences. I'm pretty Yay. sure it's, it's, it's going to feel like a lot. I have the entire story, folks. It's a page. <laughs> oh, everyone's like, oh, I got to get some. But it's in 20 point font so the old man can read it. All right. Ready? Let's go. Yeah. I may screw up the title. Mm-hmm. Modern scientists may have figured out what the Nordic cryptid known as the half goofa really is. <laughs> is that right? Half goofa. Sure. I don't know. I'm not Nordic. Oh, I thought I'll you go with for that. sure. No. Oh, wow. I'm not going to complain here. Mm-hmm. For centuries, ancient Mm -hmm. maps depicting the world's oceans were adorned with illustrations of fantastical, boom, nailed it, sea monsters and the ominous phrase, here be monsters. You're off the edge of the map, mate. Here there be monsters. Mm. Ah, I like that. Nicely done, Chachi. Listen, I told you I am ready for this. You you are. are. These monstrous creatures often depicted mm-hmm. with ferocious teeth and multiple tentacles, served as a <laughs> warning to sailors of the dangers that lurked beneath the waves. But why did mapmakers choose to include such ominous creatures in their depictions of the world's worst waters? Well, was it simply artistic license, or was there a deeper meaning behind these illustrations? Recent research has shed light on the origins of these sea monsters and the role they played in shaping our understanding of the oceans. The Norse Vikings were some of the earliest and most prolific gosh darn seafarers of the ancient world. Dead gums seafarers. So when the when they shared the stories of the half a goofa, mm-hmm. people took note. Hey, half a goofa. goofa. All right. mm-hmm. I couldn't afford that song. That's why I asked you guys to sing it. I appreciate that. Thank you. These sea monsters. These sea monsters were said to be so huge. Sea monsters. Steam monsters. Steam monsters. Mm-hmm. Okay. That they could devour a ship whole and were described mm. as having gaping mouths that mm. they would open at the surface to lure in an unwoe. I don't even know how to pronounce that word. <laughs> U-N-W-A-R-Y. How do you pronounce that word, Dave? U-N-W-A-R-Y. R-R-Y. No way. You can't even say Letters. I almost swore. Oh goodness! Gracious. Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, my what? God. What is the word? Where is it? What paragraph? Like thirty-two. U n w a r y. Unwary. I think it's an acronym. Yeah, it would lure. It would lure in unwary prey, meaning that prey that was not aware before suddenly closing its mouth and descending back to the depths of the ocean mm. with a belly full of food. Oh yeah. Hold go. on. Vicky got go. a good idea. Hashtag uh-huh. gaping mouth. Thanks, Vicky. I wrote that. Yeah, yeah I saw right. that. Vicky, good, good job. Focus yeah. on your story and less on what they're <laughs> Sorry, writing. I'm, Let's I'm, I got I to have a shirt for next week. Um, uh-huh. So basically, these gaping mouths would open at the surface. <laughs> just, just Are we even buffering, on the story buffering, anymore? buffering, <laughs> words loading. <laughs> oh, oh god! There was one show I didn't drink. Um, mm-hmm. but suddenly its mouth would close and it would descend back to the depths of the oceans with a belly foot of delicious. A what belly the? foot, my god! God, man. oh, hey, man, everybody! Listen, I swear I got my GED. I don't know how this happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A recent study published in the journal Marine Mammal Science, my mm-hmm. dictionary, suggests mm-hmm. that a new discovery in whale feeding behavior 
could be at the mm. root of the monsters decorating the maps used by ancient sailors. So imagine if you would, in 2014, mm-hmm. drone footage. You guys know what a drone is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's a drone? Mm-hmm. It is a small, flighted uh, camera. Unmanned. Flies over things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unmanned. Or as, uh, as Eric would say, unmanned. Unmanned. That might be a future shirt. Good call. Ooh, um, mm-hmm. Drone footage captured recordings of whales floating motionless at the surface, but they're drunk bo- footage. What did I say? You said drunk footage. I think the word you're looking for is drone, drone footage. Maybe not. Could yes, be drunk. It could footage. have been a drunk. Listen, I, taking I the footage. I have high self-esteem, but sometimes I hate myself. <laughs> um, drone footage captured recordings of whales oh. float, mm-hmm. floating motionless at the surface. With their mouths wide open, some might even say agape or agape, for long periods of time, and snapping their jaws closed once their mouths were full of prey. And just so you know, not a religious, it's P-R-E-Y. David, you probably thought it was P-R-E-Y. No, it's prey. It's like food. Uh, Another similarity between the whales and the legendary Hafagufa is the strange way it is said to lure the prey into its gapping. Oh, gapping. Wow. Wait, Damn is it story. It's, is its gapping mouth hoovering, waiting for food? <laughs> you had to bring Good that Lord, one. Back, didn't you? you folks are just going to be hammered by the end of tonight. Yes, I hope no one is driving home to their house that they're at. Already. Somebody earlier was was mentioning that they were. Oh, Melinda, I, I don't know if I should Melinda. congratulate you or feel sorry for you. I'm so, Melinda's yeah. simply drunk, just watching us. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, somebody mentioned earlier they were walking through Times Square while they were listening to us. Really? Oh, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's crazy. So, anyways, with their with their gaping jaws, they were regurgitating something that smells apparently delicious to fish. So think about that, right? If you're one of those, and that's a great video. Well, it's actually not moving picture. It's, it's a, a photo. Picture. Just, yeah, let me help you with that. Um, it, <sighs> it, had, it looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, I or, forgot what this story is about. Can we start from the beginning? I think we're in time travel trying to uh, modern scientists back. may have yeah. figured out what the Nordic cryptid mm-hmm. known as the Hafagufa really is. So early hey, Hafagufa, mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. Nordic texts. Now, mm-hmm. Dave, just I want to clarify. Yes, the tech they were not like texting on their iPhones. This is actually like typed out, written things on paper. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> really. Uh, but the early Nordic texts that reference the Hafagufa often classify it along with the whales and their drawings on oceanic maps. Are co- I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> no I'm going to start really. again. No, no, I got this. Okay. Uh-huh. Early Nordic texts that reference the Hafagufa often classify it along with whales and their drawings on oceanic maps, which are consistent with the range of the Icelandic whales seen engaging in this relatively passive yet effective feeding method. Modern marine biologists first believe this to be new and adaptive behavior in the majestic sea mammals feeding, mm. but are now coming to realize very likely what was 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 basically our distant ancestors. That were <laughs> was was you say? <laughs> they were I forgotten see. and misunderstood oh through the passage of time, much uh-huh. like the giant squid. This mm. is one more piece of evidence. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I slowed down to make sure I got it right. And you oh. hit the speed bump evidence. Oh my god! But it got it right. Alcohol. That's what's yeah. important. Kel surprise. Um, 
This is one more piece of evidence that ancient people do new things that we have forgotten and are still trying to re-understand in modern society. Wow. Like like you're reading? <laughs> still <laughs> so trying to understand it? I warned everybody. You did. That he did, Dave. That he did. Oh, Hashtag yeah. Bushmeat. That's right. <laughs> this is... Uh... I'm going on mute for the rest of the show. No, 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 <laughs> no, late. no. Don't do that, Too late. All right. No, this is exciting news, right? Ireland's neighbor, Scotland, has another cryptid story, guys. This is Get huge. This out. is bigger than huge. This is humongous. in case you're following along it's at home. It's different level. An Irish hunter believes there are two, two, two monsters two. in Loch Ness after new footage has emerged. New. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, new, new. Oh, oh. oh the word is new. Let me help you out with it. New, new. footage. Yeah. Oh. Are you ready? Okay, let us begin. Let's look at this. An Irish hunter believes there are two monsters in Loch Ness after new footage has emerged. The mystery of the Loch Ness monster has typically centered on the idea of one unexplained creature that is living deep in the Scottish Loch. But that may be about to change, with the fresh footage showing a huge black shape moving in Loch Ness before two humps emerge from the water, giving the impression that the monster isn't alone. Nessie hunter Ian O'Fadigan was monitoring a webcam off of the loch when he spotted a dark presence he estimated to be up to 30 feet long. And then within an hour, he spotted two humps surfacing not far away. And to his surprise, they appeared to be moving away from each other. Mr. O'Fadigan said, it is obvious that the two Nessie-like humps are moving over a two-minute period, and that larger hump of the two has changed positions from the smaller one. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. What's that video? Hmm. Given the fact that there is no disturbance of water visible between objects, you would have to concur that they are two separate moving creatures. There's also the sheer scale of the earlier dark shape in the water to consider. He asked what animal could be that long. What is strikingly obvious about sightings at Loch Ness is that eyewitnesses could be viewing two different creatures coexisting in one lake. That's crazy. Wow. What the other creature is could be completely unknown. What we do know is there are a hell of a lot of eels in Loch Ness. Having the odd rogue giant one is not beyond the realm of reality. However, we proved a few weeks ago through science, for those of you that tuned in and paid attention to that science report, that Nessie is not a giant eel. No, not a giant eel. So I know what it is, Dave. Detractors. I remember what the picture. Is? What mm -hmm. is it? Oh, no. Shit. You're going to ask it him? is. I... Do you hear my cat? Oh, is that is your cat? Oh, I thought it was. Oh, no. I thought it was something he, He'll start talking soon. He's looking for somebody. So he's walking around the house going, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what he really does. Anyway, what the other creature is could be completely unknown. Ian58 thinks it also offers a handy explanation for contrasting accounts of the monster's appearance. He said, this is only my opinion, of Nessie being two different creatures, hence the abundance of different descriptions. 
that we have for her. Now, the sighting was captured at Shoreland Lodges near Fort Augustus on the Loch's southern shore using a webcam maintained by Visit Inverness Loch Ness. Mm. Ian is perhaps the most prolific source of webcam sightings, often logging on to watch the water from his home in County Donegal, Ireland. He racked up multiple entries in the official Loch Ness Monster Sighting Register, but new rules concerning webcam sightings mean the register has yet to record an entry for the year 2023. Two humps, two humps, two lovely lady bumps mm-hmm. in Loch Ness. So something to consider. Pretty, I think that's exciting news. I do Maybe more than one creature out there floating a boot. A boot. Mm-hmm. Very All right, Martika, you've got a story to share with us? Well, Dave, I do. But okay. before I started oh, God. reading All right. this, mm-hmm. you know, you're the author of a number of show titles. Yes. Going going as far back from my history. <laughs> you're, wait, hold on. Time <laughs> on. You're the author of a number of show titles? That's right. Titles, <laughs> right. What does that mean? What, what was the 2006? I have no idea what you're talking about. Please, if Darkness somebody knows what Marty's talking about, tell me. Darkness. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, Dave could have easily called that what show. Happened, wait, what happened in 2006? Wait, yeah. Darkness Radio? Darkness Radio. Darkness Radio? Right. Okay, all right. You could have called right. it, you know, lightness in the edge of a city, you know, but no, no, no. You chose a very Darkness good. on the edge of town. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, Netflix, unfortunately, didn't do that good of a job on uh, Mm. calling their their new show. Uh, Netflix Chupacabra movie roasted online for filthy translation error. Mm. Chupa, Mm -hmm. Netflix new film about a young boy befriending a Chupacabra, is being roasted for its ill-advised title. The Mm. Chupacabra is an urban legend said to have originated in Puerto Rico, a small vampire creature who drains the blood from goats and other livestock. In Spanish, though, Dave, Mm. the creature's name literally means goat sucker. So the shortened version, chupa, or to suck, it turns out it's actually a slang term for a particular oral act. This week, oh my, oh my, wow, a yeah, particular yeah. oral act, you say exactly. Yeah, okay, this week, I would like to speak slowly and in great detail. Please. Here it goes. All right, okay. This week, Netflix mm-hmm. began their rollout for Chupa, mm-hmm. sharing a trailer, poster, and promotional stills featuring the cast. Spanish-speaking Twitter had a field day with the announcement, making fun of the title and questioning if any, any Spanish speakers were involved in the final decision-making process. Following a young man and his cousins discovering the Chupacabra while on vacation visiting their grandfather in Mexico, the film features a gentler version of the creature than is usually depicted. In fact, Chupa has already drawn comparisons to Steven Spielberg's E.T. for its tone as a family-friendly creature feature. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. The film drops on Netflix on April 7th, so mm-hmm. I'll soon be able to decide for themselves. Uh, hold on, wait a minute. A- when, did it, when did it drop? April 7th. It's gonna, April 7th it'll drop, he said. Oh. 
Yeah, people are just mocking the name now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He's too poor to pay attention. I understand. Uh, yeah, 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 and yeah, so on and so forth. I should have done that on my story. That got so much better. So on and so forth. So on and so forth. So check out Chupa on netflix it does look cute the pictures look cute i'm going to be interested to see if it uh, lives up to its name are they making and is it is it is it the new et et or does it truly suck yeah that's the title in as spanish says yes yes yeah. <clears throat> death i am one who has written many a title that's right that might be the so, favorite introduction no, 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 no. Let me let me tell you guys a quick funny story. Okay. So it's just the three of us. Pick, tell us. I go yeah. So I go to pick my daughter up the other day, yeah. Ripley, right from from her mom. Take care. Right at the end of night, you know, she's over there with her mom, and then she comes over and spends the night at my night at my house. Um, so at I go to pick her up at my night. You weren't even yeah. reading. <laughs> I know. All right, let's go. Yeah, let's drink to that. So anyway, I get in my head. I'm going to mess with her when she gets in the car. Right? So I'm sitting there, arms folded. She gets in the car, and I just kind of roll the eyes to the side. And I give her that slow burn stare. Dad stare. She goes, goes, what? And I go, is there something you want to tell me? She goes, not that one. "Uh, No. And I go, are you sure? There's not something you want to be the one to tell me about. And she gets the eyes, and then I go, and she goes, no, I don't know, Dad. And I said, maybe you'd like to explain to me the box of pills I found in your room? To which her answer is, which one? Oh, Oh, wow. Right, sizzly. I'm like, which one? And so then I'm like, what do you mean? How many do you have? And she goes, "I. what do you mean? What are you talking about? And I go, are you... Are you on drugs or are you holding drugs from one of the other kids in the house? She's like, no, I don't. We're not, do you think I am a drug? <laughs> and, and she like, you see the brain freeze. So she's very chachi and kernel in this moment, right? She's just, do you, do you think I am a drug? And then she goes, what, what do you even mean by drug? And she gives me the air. Define quote. drug. All of this making her seem so much more guilty. Guilty. Yeah. yeah. You're right. But knowing my daughter, I know that I've just broken a spring in her head because she's like trying to wrap her head around what I'm discussing. And and I go, yeah, yeah, we seem to have a problem. She goes, I do not even touch the drugs, dad. <laughs> the drugs. <laughs> and I start laughing and she goes, you're such a jerk. And she hits me in the arm. You're such a jerk. And I go, what? She goes, I knew you were kidding, but I was afraid. What if somebody <laughs> did put a box of drugs in my room and I didn't know about it? Oh, uh, wait, what kind of what kind of answer is to look at your father and go, do you think I am a drug? <laughs> I, just, I froze, Dad. I didn't know what to say. We have all been there. We have oh, all yeah. been there. Multiple mm-hmm. times, yeah. and some of those have happened tonight. Guys, huge news. Huge news. The building blocks of life on Earth may finally have been revealed. We may now know where not necessarily panspermia where but Ooh. where we began and it's Wait, an unlikely man. source the actual building blocks like legos no, not so much not legos but even more disturbing are you ready okay. for this right. an listen. unlikely source might be the reason that we have life 
on Earth. Okay, look at these are the molecules that I'm showing you on screen. Mm -hmm. I recognize researchers from Rutgers and the City College of New York just announced that they may have a solid candidate for the title of substance that kickstarted life on Earth. The group has isolated a peptide that they think was both simple and active enough to have spontaneously popped out of the primordial soup and gotten things going. This news is going to change the way we look at the world around us, gentlemen. Scientists believe that sometime between three and a half and 3.8 billion years ago, there was a tipping point, something that kickstarted the change from prebiotic chemistry, molecules before life, to living biological systems. That's according to Vikas Nanda, a researcher from Rutgers and one of the authors of the study, said this in a press release. We believe the change was sparked by a few small precursor proteins that performed key steps in the ancient metabolic reaction, and we think we found out these pioneer peptides. Are you guys ready for this? The peptides are also known as Nickelback. Oh, yeah. Nickelback, what? guys. What? So all the really? crap you've given Nickelback in the past, yeah. it turns out they're the building blocks. They're the Kickstarter Jeez. to our civilization. We only would have known. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were singing along. Just... The researchers weren't just into super late 90s Canadian hard rock. There's a scientific reason behind the moniker. Nickelback is a peptide made of 13 amino acids, which bind two nickel ions. While they don't make up the lion's share of the chemical composition, they do turn out to be a critical part of why researchers think the peptide might have been such a good candidate for being the Kickstarter of life. The nickel ions act as powerful catalysts. Then they bind to the rest of the peptide, which allowed the overall substance to produce hydrogen gas, which could have been a great energy source for running metabolic processes. This discovery comes on the heels of a lot of work trying to isolate the catalysts for primordial life in order to find the best candidates for this honor. The team worked to reverse engineer substances that could have started life from those we now support, beginning with proteins associated with meta—that's meta all, folks. Metabolism. Thank God. Metabolism is the word, and working their way backwards by reducing them to their basic structure. Their process led the researchers to several candidates, but the most promising one is, in fact, Nickelback. Hey. Yeah, and you are a rock star, Nickelback. Yeah, you are. Nickelback. You are kicking life into high gear. Oh yeah. Now listen, if, what? Why does everybody hate Nickelback? That, those two songs right there are amazing, fun songs. What mm -hmm. is? Is it because they're Canadian? Do they just take flack because they're Canadians? No, no, no. Because that hmm. that singer Allison Stewart or whatever her name was, it was Canadian. The one that was. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Allison Stewart? She, yeah, she was with the guy from Full House. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Hey, that's uh, Alanis, yeah. Alanis, Alanis Morris. Yes. Moron. Same thing. Oh my hey, God. Listen, that's close listen, enough. I'm same saying, thing. Wait a minute. Time, time out, time out, time out. 
I've been, we've uh, had what, 674 shows, I think, right? I think. Yeah, and it feels like and a million. You guys know I love watching the comments. I don't even do the show for the show because it bores me, but the right? comments are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But tonight we saw yes. this comment, the best comment of 674 mm-hmm. shows. Okay. okay. I don't know the, the person's name. It may be a female, maybe a male. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, at 9.57 p.m., mm-hmm. Love v. Love said, I mm-hmm. love that Dave's co-hosts. Now, my freaking name is right there on the screen. I'm Chachi. <laughs> That's the colonel. You I love bitter. that Dave's co-hosts. Fo- co- co-hosts? Co- co- yeah. Have, have a sip, everybody. Co-hosts. Wait, wait. I love that Dave's co-hosts have those serious headphones and mics like they work for NASA. Yeah, that's the one. Listen, love me, love. I bought this damn thing because it was $19 on Amazon. And Dave said, I don't know if the show's going to get past the first episode. <laughs> so I bought don't invest a lot of money. And here we are, never. 674 episodes left. But that was the funniest damn thing I've seen. Yeah, I don't know. I like that somebody said that they enjoyed the never-ending Chupacabra story. That was the shortest story of the night, and they're calling it the never-ending story. Never-ending. Well, I yeah, <sighs> I'm now in love with Love v. Love. Who isn't? Dave's love v. Love. I think it's Love Love. Yeah. Say my name. Say my name. That was that is, uh, uh, Breaking that Bad. Is, yeah, that is Heisenberg. Arthur White. No, not no. Arthur. <laughs> Walter White. <laughs> Whatever. My God, every chance you get. It's green. Oh, bye. All right, listen. This next story, guys Uh and gals, Uh this is the most sent to me story of the week two weeks ago. By who? (laughs) I've just now decided, oh, everybody sent this to me. Okay. I I wasn't going to play it, but I've decided I'm going to because I think there's an important lesson to learn here. Uh Okay. But we're going to get to that in in just a few moments. First, it's time for. (laughs) It's time now for Paratunes. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, I I had to mention that because we do have a brand new Paratunes song that is uh, coming out. Let me, like, be damned if I can find it. There it is. <laughs> and it is. This is from Blind Dog, and our very own paranormal detective Greg Lawson. And I've begged for the name of this story or for the name of the song, and, and they have not sent it to me yet. No, but let's just what? No, no. Greg called me yesterday. Okay, he's like, What's we it? didn't have a name. We weren't sure what to call it. Yeah. So they named it Pound Town. That's oh. not, not it at all. <laughs> that is what not they named it. it. But it's I love the fact though. that this song, this song looks at an aspect of the paranormal that I think is overlooked. And this song goes out to all of the women out there, all of the ghost women that are sighted around the world. Mm-hmm. Pound Town. <laughs> that is not it. Here we go. <laughs> what it's called. Chapel and orders to glow. I've climbed through the ruins and I've stayed until dawn. I've heard the women's stories and how tragedy came, 
how history forgets them and we don't know their names our beautiful bride with her lover in hand he was shot by her father an honorable man a lonely wonder charles ford in the night she'll keep you awake till the early morning light and if the tales of the soldiers are true by the woman in white she'll be standing watch with you there's a woman in red and there's a woman in white searching for what's lost in the middle of the night there's a woman in green and there's a woman in blue oh you never know if she's coming for you and lips bloody past left the stains in the hallways there always remains a woman in red with a dagger in hand looking to remedy the crimes of a man she's a woman in red and there's a woman in white searching for what's lost in the middle of the night there's a woman in green and a woman in blue oh you never know she's coming for you Castle Green Lady on the Isle of Skye She cries in the ruins and will never know why A woman in blue, she was only 14 Starved to death for losing her necklace at sea and There's a woman in red, and there's a woman in white Searching for what's missing in the middle of the night there's a woman in green and a woman in blue Oh, you'll never know if she's coming for you Well, I've searched the catacombs and the Scots Royal Mile The horrors below me trapped in the bone piles I've heard the women's stories and how tragedy came How history repeats them and we don't know their names just a woman in white and a woman in red Is there existence just in your head? Just a woman in blue and a woman in green Is that all that's left behind, or so it may seem? How do you like that? Who? Why Very did good. I, why did I not know that, that that guy could sing? Yeah. I didn't know sing. that. Yeah. 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 Although he's got that kind of. Springsteen thing No, no, he's got. No, Just not like Springsteen. It. He's got that. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name and I can't. It's, it's Tom. Totally out of my... Prince. Yes. Tom Waits, Waits or something. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got that voice mm-hmm. that yep. sounds like it sings, exactly. and you want to listen to find out some new things. He smokes huh? a cigarette about halfway through the song. That's you right. Know, and kind of, yeah, yeah, and he's drinking, drinking whiskey and rye. Right, 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 right. Mm. Hey, Dave, while you're drinking, I just want to say, my new yes. friend, uh, Love V. Love, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went back through the comments because you know I'm mm-hmm. I'm bothered by what was said earlier. <laughs> and, and, and and she said, Are you three the three surviving members of the Stand By Me Boys? Now I'm not sure what that means. Wow. Huh. Well, you know, if you watch the uh movie Stand I watched by it, me, yeah. River Phoenix is now dead. That's um, Marty. You know, Jerry O'Connell is is alive and doing That's like a talk right yep. mm-hmm. um then you've got uh you've got um cory feldman that is mm-hmm. obviously you chachi uh clinging oh, and grasping at means. hope to try to be a celebrity okay. oh wow hashtag bushmeat okay Dave. Oh, yeah wow. that, there we go no that's a, yeah so we are kind of like the three remaining members so is that a is that a, a compliment or a dig I don't know. We'll have to ask. Love me, love, love. Put love. It there. Tell me, are you compliment? Yeah, let us know, please. Ah, don't do it. Love you, no, love. Because do I know these guys, and they are way, <laughs> way too sensitive for you to tell them. We're waiting. Just like that this. one thing. Yeah. No. All right. Let me get to it now. This again, being the story that's been sent to me the most over the last few weeks. Yep. Why haven't I read it? People say. Let me share it. <clears throat> a trucker records a creepy ghost-like figure on an Arizona highway. While driving alone, according to his dash cam photo, a truck driver's dash cam was showing a mysterious figure appearing on the side of an empty road in Arizona. It has viewers discussing the possibility of a supernatural occurrence. William Church, a truck driver who reportedly drove down Arizona State Route 87 on Saturday, March 11th, noticed a bright glare in his dash cam. And he thinks the flashing figure could be a ghost, according to a Fox television station. The suspected specter was spotted at around 2.30 a.m. local time, while Church passed the highway's 200-mile marker, which is located between Phoenix and Payson, Arizona. Church told Fox television stations that there were no other cars on the road. He thinks the translucent figure looks like a person just standing there on the highway. Yeah. You can see the lines through the legs making the figure, Church continued. The six-second clip was captured on a Nexcar dash cam, which is designed to record drives for security reasons. Arizona State Route 87 is a north-to-south highway that was constructed in 1927 and measures approximately 272.66 miles long. Many Fatal car accidents have happened on the 96-year-old highway, which has reportedly led some locals to believe the road could be haunted. Valley Chevy dealers in Phoenix named State Route 87 as one of America's most dangerous roads for its beeline-like route that has a lot of looping turns. A recent fatal car crash happened on Arizona State 87 near milepost 201 in early February, according to Fox 10 Phoenix. The two-vehicle collision resulted in the death of one person near Bushmeat Highway, which is (laughs) east of Fountain Hills, a town in Maricopa County. Fox 10 Phoenix reported that the cause of that crash is still not known at this time. Viewers who have seen Church's video on YouTube claim they've seen a lot of supernatural activity on Arizona highways. 
and in other public spaces. So friends, and I'm going to throw it to these two drunkards to help me. Marty if I Greg. show you this photograph, yeah, yep. no, you two. Oh. If I show you this photograph, you can obviously see what appears to be something off to the right of the screen on the road. Does, do either of you have any insight as to what it might be? Yes, Dave, I do. Okay. Uh, it's All right, a, Marty. It's a sign saying slow down. Slow down. You, you believe yeah. it is a sign saying slow down. All right. Uh, Chachi, have you any insight as to what could be causing this phantom specter to appear on the open highway? So from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. tonight, I watched this on a loop. And what I took Ooh. away from it was it was unexplainable. All right. Let's give it just a little closer look. Now, what two things do you see remain the same in both photographs? The upper body right. has two very dark circular globes, mm -hmm. and the bottom has two dark kind of feet-looking things. Mm -hmm. Like a sign would have. Correct. All right. I am not going to be real popular here, okay. but that's not why I'm doing the show. I'm not here to be popular. I'm not here to be that's famous. Right, I'm here to tell the truth. Right. To share the insights. And the reason why I didn't originally share this story is because this, my friends, this image of the ghost you see, and Marty, you were closest to this. Mm -hmm. What did he say? He said that it is a sign that says slow. Okay. Well, if you look ahead in the distance, you'll see that there is also a light source. Yep. A reflective road sign. Uh -huh. Right. What we're seeing is what's known as refraction and reflection of light. So what you're probably seeing is a road sign with those peg legs telling you to slow down or giving you the current speed God, on that part of the road. Yeah. And if we take a look closer look at it, you can almost see the perfect imagery of it because it's reflected and diffused just enough to give you that vision. So let's look at it in reverse. Looking at this, that's interesting. If you look at this second picture that we had and forget about the light source at the end of the road, it does have human-like properties. But when you back it up even further and realize that you're seeing far enough down the road, the headlines are cap or headlight is capturing it, reflecting off of that sign, which is creating a white hot spot. Mm. It is refracting, refracting and reflecting oh, off of the camera lens. I'm drinking. Refracting, yeah. This whole yeah. drink. There it is. Sweet. All right. I'm sorry, but I'm still, I'm just into this. Let me have a sip. No, it is. It is interesting. Um, so, and you know, the fact that, oh. you know, the Chevy dealer decided that it was paranormal. I, I kind of had some iffies about that too. So, so I know what you're thinking out there, Dave, you give us one ghost story tonight and then you, you debunk it, but I'm here for one reason and one reason only. Mm -hmm. And that True. reason is, is the True. truth. Me. I always tell the truth, even when I lie. So say good night to the bad guy. Say good night to the bad guy. There you go. Because you ain't never going to see another bad guy like this. I will tell you what I believe the paranormal truly is. So think... Think twice, friends, before emailing me your paranormal evidence in hopes that I will mm -hmm. corroborate it. If I see an answer, I will give you my answer. It may not be the popular one, but it will always be 
the truth. The truth. Okay. I like that. That's I like it. that, Dave. That's it for tonight, folks. Ah. We have wrapped up yet another edition of the Supernatural News, but apparently going 22 minutes over is just not enough for Chachi. He wants <laughs> no. to drag this out <laughs> no. a little longer. So, Chachi, you have the floor. What's going on? Dave, I have one sip left. I've been saving oh. it. Okay. Thanks, do I? And, um, you know, this is a uh, Irish proverb, which is like a regular verb, but it's pro in front of it. It's a pro, yeah. It's a proverb. Okay. It's like a professional verb. That I have been reciting since my early days of France. French. Okay. French. Oh, Dave, this This is uh, This is an Irish holiday, not a French one. No, no, this is This is very close together, though. You could take a 40 minute. Hopefully, all of you take this away. This is what we will leave with tonight, Dave. Are you okay. ready? I am painfully ready. To our millions of listeners around the world, mm-hmm. I hope you get what you want, but never what you deserve. Oh, that's perfect. I like that. What a way to end the show. What you all deserve a little more paranormal 60. And with that said, I'll be back next Monday as we go into the shadow realm with Mike Ricksecker, stories of shadow people. And I want to hear from you. If you've had a shadow person encounter that terrified you, email me, Dave at paranormal60.com. That's paranormal60.com. And then next Friday with a brand new edition of the best in paranormal discussions and news, this is the Paranormal 60 News.
Hey, Richmond, Virginia, I'm going to be in you next week, March 24th through the 26th. Come see me at GalaxyCon. Go to GalaxyCon.com for more information. And check it out for all four of the great GalaxyCon destinations this year. I'll be there, and hopefully I'll see you.